0: I'm your host, Steve Haley, and I am so excited. I am here in person with my co-host today from the pool room studios at the Berwick Mansion. We're actually doing a little bit of an audible today. Uh, my neighbors had a like 200-year-old gum tree fall on their house a couple weeks back. And so a team of like what can only be described as like construction worker Marvel characters have descended upon this house. They're hammering the shit out of it for the last five days. It's driving me fucking insane. And it's also the reason that we have moved our recording today into the media room at the Berwick Mansion. So I'm so excited. I have my feather-haired friend here with me today, all the way from southeast Kansas. Give him a very warm welcome. It is Michael Windsor.
1: Yeah, somebody needs to give you a warm welcome. You said you're excited. You didn't even give me a fucking hug when I came in. Well,
0: you know, that's the thing about doing blow all night in D.C. and showing up late for your that own is podcast. Not, that is, that is yeah. an erroneous
1: claim. I left on time. Dirty Tom. Took me to the wrong house, unfortunately. This all could have been avoided if one of my good friends who lives here offered to give me a ride this morning, but that didn't happen, so.
0: Well, your good friend who lives here, okay, worked till four in the morning, dealt with the cops, and is running on three hours of sleep right now, okay? Um, he's doing a breakfast pod to be accommodating to you, accommodating to you before he goes to the airport. So to me,
1: he says, because I'm the one leaving for Chicago. You're right, you're right. I'm going to take
0: some blame on that, okay? Let's put our differences aside. Can we really get to the root of of who is to blame in this situation? It's dirty, Tom. The <laughs> motherfucker lived at this home. He lived here. He sold me this house. He knows that the, the, he knows exactly where I live. It's ten minutes from his house. How he fucked it up, I'll never understand. I will never understand. But it's okay. We are here. We have a fantastic, fantastic guest today. Before we get into it, as always, Mike, what's new?
1: Well, in Maryland,
0: <laughs> there it is.
1: Uh, yep. Uh, flew into D. C. last night when saw Adele at uh Hamilton. Hamilton, which was a really cool spot. Hamilton's
0: it's- great. I think people thought you might have just said Adele.
1: Okay, no. I just
0: I swore you just said Adele. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh that uh, anonymous voice. You will get to me very soon. But he was just as confused as I was. <laughs> Okay? It's not Adele, It's Dell as in Dell McCurry Band. So. Yeah, yeah. Dell, yeah. It's a great show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, man. It's a great venue for him, too. Yeah. I'm sure – did they pack it out? Because what, like about three, 400 seats, right?
1: Yeah. It was really nice, but it's nice really things, intimate, right? but you're actually being served drinks and food. You have a place to sit. So it's it was very different from any other – time that I've seen him and really enjoyable time. Got to hang out with Brian and dirty Tom. So that was a
0: yeah. lot of fun. not to mention usually when we see him, we're on the side of a mountain somewhere yep. freezing our fucking dicks off. Exactly. So, uh, I'm, I'm sure that was a, a nice change of pace. Um, well, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm bummed I missed the show, but I do have something new to share with you. Last night we had to call the cops on one of the craziest women I have ever encountered, not just in the bar business, but in my entire fucking life. This girl, was convinced that we didn't give her card back and her check wasn't closed we even got to a point where we pulled the videos in real time to make sure gave her a card or checks closed. checked the video footage yes yes <laughs> everything was kosher she proceeded to have a meltdown we lock we you know at the end of the night you lock the outside door so nobody can come in she's banging on the windows banging on the doors her friend starts banging on the windows banging on the doors she decides that's not enough. I'm going to escalate this. So she takes her shoes off and goes around to the front parking lot and starts beating the crap of all out of all the employees' vehicles with oh her shoes. So now she's barefoot in our parking lot, which is not a particularly sanitary place to be barefoot in. And she is beating the shit out of people's cars, um, with her shoes while we're, while in in this like chaos as we're like, we need to call the cops. we got to shut this shit down. Um, this girl somehow like slips away from everybody and gets into the back seat of one of the bouncer's cars and locks herself into the car. Nice. Okay. Are the keys in there? No, thank okay, God. God. But if you know anything, if you, first off, I wouldn't recommend messing with bouncers deliberately anyway but anybody that knows anything about this bouncer knows that he loves his motherfucking oh, car he buys like 200 wax for it, <laughs> and, he waxes, it he and he waxes he waxes it? it out front so um basically the cops called they wrote this woman a citation they said get the hell out of here and of course in the classiest of moves she screams the n-word through the parking lot for 20 minutes before oh her husband finally comes and wrangles her oh my so God. um it was quite a night uh uh, honestly, God, I don't know which night was probably more chaotic. Yours, uh, no, Brian's, the dirty towns in DC. One, that one, that one wins. No you one didn't take your shoe off, shoes off and beat anybody's car. Nope, not at all. Well, that's good. That's uh, that's at least a good example of behavior from you. Yep. Um. All right. Without further ado, let's get some of our announcements out of the way, as we've been telling you guys a lot recently, um, and we're gonna keep talking about it. If you're su- struggling with substance abuse, um, you know, mental health, alcoholism, this business is brutal brutal on um, on people and a lot of us self-medicate. You know, Mike and I have been there. Um, you know, we want to be open to helping you guys, listening to you guys. We are not licensed therapists, but you're always welcome to email us at the bartender rant podcast at gmail.com. And then always at the end of the show, Mike is going to put in the links uh, for some resources that you can contact if you need help. We want you to be healthy. We want you to stay here with us, having fun, joking around about this business, um, and enjoying yourself. So please, you know, if you need help, seek that out. Um, as always holidays coming up, right? we got the merch store is up prodigy DTG backslash or.com backslash bartender rant. Um, all of our wonderful designs from our designer, Rachel Campaneschi are up there. And again, if you need graphic design, help yourself, please, um, you know, contact us via email, contact Rachel. Her information has been in uh, a bunch of the show posts. Um, Mike, tell the people what's happening with the jukebox.
1: Uh, it's rocking. I mean, we'll have a Christmas one out I think I'm just going to call it, I'll be drunk for Christmas. Um, but that will be out after Thanksgiving.
0: Somebody was telling me that Mariah Carey songs are not allowed no, on this particular absolutely not. Christmas list. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. And actually, uh, I know we're going to, we got our, uh, 25th podcast coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm getting nervous. Okay. We'll it's see gonna, if we can make it happen. It's going to be later. a lot of alcohol that I'm going to have to drink, but you know what I've been doing because I love you people. That's right. Listener. I love you. I have been sitting down, going through the questions, putting together my sheet for the show, but I've also been trying to come up with some new little quirks um, that we can add to the show so it's not just maybe our regular uh, interview when you guys get to hear a little bit of my background.
1: So Yeah, we'll see how that goes after like the six or seven. Yeah, after
0: about the, f- <laughs> after about the fifth shot I have to go through, I think that's going to fall apart. But all right, um, I'm not going to waste any more time. We have a fantastic guest tonight. I'm super excited. This guy is a legend in this business. He's got a ton of experience, a ton of great stories. I'm so happy to have him on. It's Paul Yashua, and he has brought a classic drink, okay? He has whiskey gingers for us today. So uh, I don't know what time it is where you are, but make sure you are stocked up. Uh, we are doing a breakfast pod today, but at least we're in person. Um, here is Paul Yashua. Yashua. I'm going to fuck that up a couple more times. And the whiskey gingers. All right, guys. We are here with Paul, Yashua and the Whiskey Gingers. How you doing, Paul? Good. How are you guys doing? And I'm doing fantastic. good.
1: Paul gave me a warm reception, so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Paul's a warm guy. Somebody, you know? somebody had to give you a hug. So yeah. <laughs> Paul, Paul has safe eyes. Okay. You know, you sit down at Paul's bar, and right. and you just all your all your troubles go away. You feel comfortable. You know, it's kind of like Cheers. I feel like the song from Cheers is playing every time I walk into one of Paul's bars. So yeah I like that That's uh, I appreciate that yeah man much, yeah. I think the first time I ever saw you behind the pipes was at Boland's yeah and um, you know it's, it's a smaller little joint it's got that cozy kind Very of a yeah. Irish pub feel with the dim lights and the mahogany and the brick and so yeah. I don't know I feel like I, I need a cup of coffee with my beer in that setting but I'm, I'm about it Uh, I have a cup of coffee right now mm-hmm. um, alright Paul thank you for joining us so early um, I know I have been badgering you to get on the show, uh, before we really get it kicked off, what finally did it for you? Uh, you know, I've, I've wanted to do it for a while. I've done a couple of podcasts. Uh, I love it. I
2: listened to uh, doing research. I listened to a couple of your episodes. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to come prepared, you know, we appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I've wanted to do it for a while. just everything seemed to work out.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, you picked a fantastic drink today. Why don't we jump right into that? Tell us a little bit why you picked. Uh, not just whiskey ginger, but Jameson. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you want the Chilean sea bass encrusted with Parmesan
2: and pecan, <laughs> topped off with a red pepper reduction and truffle oil. But sometimes you just want that swordfish, a uh, grilled swordfish with lemon. You yeah. Know, you want the ingredients to speak for themselves.
0: That's right. So I, yeah. you know, I
2: kind of wanted to do like an old fashioned, but then I'm like, you know what? I, I just want to do the best drink of all time, in my opinion which is Jameson, the smooth, easy-drinking whiskey, and ginger ale. I, you, mean,
0: it's you, awesome. You've done a favor also today for some of the listeners. Uh, one of the things that we always try to do on this podcast um, is give people a roadmap to this business, right? So maybe you're new, maybe you've never worked in this business before, maybe you've never bartended, right? You want to bartend, you've served and done other things. You brought a classic two-part cocktail that – as you said, stands alone. It's not, you know, I some of this stuff like a rum and Coke or, and I know we just did the Cuba Libre, but some of these other drinks, vodka, cranberry, they don't quite have the pizzazz that this drink does. It's easy to make. Any bartender out there can do it. Any idiot with two arms can do it. Right. Um, so I'm excited to get into it. And honest to God, there's nothing better to start off your day with Jameson. Wouldn't <laughs> would you say something like Yeah,
1: I would, I would have to agree. I do. I love the ginger ale too, because I, I don't really like whiskey Cokes. So ginger ale was always my go-to, yeah. whatever I was yeah, actually it's... doing a cocktail like that. It's made from the gods.
0: I yes, sir. Like Works so well, but it does. The nectar. Yeah. Well, why don't you mix those up for us? And while yeah. you're doing that, um, tell the people a little bit about how you make yours. If there's any, you know, particular ratio you like to use. Uh,
2: you know, I I bought. I usually do a. I personally, for myself, usually do about a 40-60 ratio. 40% yeah. Jameson, 60 percent ginger ale. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, let's mix them up. You know, it's so funny. I, I was actually thinking what drink we're going to be doing today, and I was thinking, uh, you know, I've drank whiskey for breakfast plenty of times. You know, you go out for brunch, you get an Irish coffee, or, you know, a lot of times we're camping we just have a bottle of whiskey. I've never drank more whiskey for breakfast than with you in Dirty Tom, because it's all the campsites. Somebody yells the word. You Know we had, we always had the motto, somebody else will union break, and then yeah. nothing you can do after that. You it's a it's an all drink, mandatory drink.
1: Yeah, but that's why when we're at the festivals and stuff, I try and bring stuff for Bloody Mary's because that's that's my favorite,
0: morning, yeah,
1: morning, you know, alcoholic beverage.
0: Yeah, we I mean, we've already uh kind of adjudicated my favorite uh morning cocktail, which is uh which for uh forever will be the White Russian. Um, it's just I love a good chocolate milk to start my day, but. Today we're starting with whiskey gingers. I would have it no other way. Um, Paul, master of his craft. I, I wish you guys could see this. He's operating in a room that's probably eight by eight, a little box, um, because we had to move the recordings today, and he is operating off of like a TV table, um, <laughs> making this happen. Uh, so, wow, well,
1: get that ASMR in there. Yeah, get that ASMR. <laughs> That's nice.
0: That's nice. Hey Paul, would you do me a, a, just a quick favor? Throw a little splash of that Jameson in this here coffee. Jameson so in your
1: coffee as well. Yeah, let's right, so I'm just gonna
0: pop. Just such a diverse liquor. You know, so many different ways. So versatile. More than a splash, Steve. Ah, uh, you know, it's gonna be a day, Mike. I have to go to the airport. How'd we do? That's it. No, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's what you want to hear. You gentlemen, thank man. you, my friend. Alright, well let's cheers it up. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Yep.
2: That's good. Don't get better than that, man, no matter
0: how much how many ingredients you mix together and fuse and You know, I, I blow a lot of hot smoke out of my mouth on this pod. Yeah. You know, but I got nothing to say. Yeah. There, there's yeah. nothing to say. You gotta order the ingredients and drink the damn thing, okay? Um that's probably the best endorsement I could ever give. You you're sick of hearing me talk after after doing twenty plus episodes episodes with me. But all right, so we always wanna do a little bit of history on, on the cocktail, which I think is fun. We've we've uncovered some really cool stories about where the origins of the drink came from. I love the French 75, right? Mm-hmm. That they actually named it after the shell casing for French mortars because uh, during World War One there weren't like a plethora of like Dixie cups. So the soldiers would actually wash out those shell casings and put drinks in them. No so shit. they became the French 75. From that, there were some other um, like origin stories uh, to to that to specifically why it became champagne and gin. But so many of these cocktails have had cool backgrounds. This one did not fail. I I, I st- you know, we've already had some Jameson on the pod. We've we've done a little bit of background on them. So I didn't want to start, you know, strictly go down the Jameson route. I did a little bit of background on the classic Scotch ginger or whiskey ginger, which has evolved over the years. But the original name, the original name, and I never heard this, was the Whiskey McDonald. All yeah. right. Became known commonly, colloquially as the Whiskey Mac. Hmm. That's, that's what you would order. Um, the invention of the name, again came from a wonderful history lesson. I don't know uh, if you had a chance to listen to our most recent pod, Paul, probably not. Cause it's not out yet. Um, but we, uh, went, went down a deep hole with like the British empire, um, being heavily infused to the name of the drink. And it's the same thing here. The invention of the whiskey Mac is named after Colonel Hector MacDonald. Um, he devised it during the British Raj period, which is where the, the uh, Britain controlled most of India. Um, the reason that it became so popular um, is because you had all of this Irish stout and this Irish whiskey that was being infused into India to sell. And then you had for, you know, for the first time in in great numbers, ginger. You had ginger root accessible um, uh, for, uh, you know, the British public and and commercial traders. And so this beautiful kind of uh, influence of of the two came together. Colonel McDonald happened to be like the governor of the area where a ton of the ginger came from. Oh shit. So it's the, the, the cur- curry infusion of yeah. the culinary wor- world. of uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. It's like, um, it's like mm-hmm. a banh mi sandwich, right? A French braguette runs into, uh, you know, a, a Vietnamese uh, village and boom, you have the banh mi sandwich. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of that perfect. So nice. I, I just thought that was really cool. Um, and, uh, it, I, I, I saw some other, you know research that said that this drinks uh was the most popular drink for golfers i'm not sure i really believe that okay no, i've never no. once drank this on a golf course and and i think at this point the arnold palmer has usurped that so we're gonna go with colonel hector mcdonald so let's let's raise a glass to old, he- old hector H- Hector, hector we're, we're still
2: talking about you that's in, right baby uh,
0: 2021. how about that <clears throat> you and your whiskey mac all right, Paul. So we always like to get started off with the drinking category. Okay. This is like, you know, our version of the LinkedIn. Um, so a little bit about your service industry background. So we want to first understand how'd you get into the business? First job, first, you know, restaurant, a bar. Um, some of the positions you've held, you know, sure. more, more focus on the title, like kind of how you moved your way up. And and uh, you don't have to go to every stop because we're going to talk about a lot of them in the gauntlet. And then tell us where you are now, if you're still in the business and, and kind of in what capacity. Sure. Well, so it started. I um, I was 20 years old. I was
2: dating um, 18 18 year old. Uh, we both worked at Starbucks at the time.
0: Really? I I yeah. never knew you worked
2: at Starbucks. Oh, I was a barista for four years. Oh yeah. shit! So her her father was a uh, regional uh, director of, um, of Best Buy, a regional manager of Best Buy, and got a promotion, moved up to uh, Lake Hopatcong, New Jersey. <laughs> So you know, being uh, you remember one of those first passionate, burning loves. Yeah. We couldn't we couldn't be apart, so we uh, ended up renting a uh, an apartment in Bel Air. I was twenty, she was eighteen. Wow. Both off of Starbucks salaries. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, that is that is some fiery <laughs> love right there. Jocker <laughs> didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> so uh, she ends up moving out of new jersey with her parents and i i had taken over the lease uh probably had six six months um six months with it uh so i was scraping to get by and the starbucks would, like I, I had friends worked at greek restaurants would bring by like uh just greek food every single day <laughs> right. for me ramen yeah like to this day tzatziki sauce tastes like poverty to me <laughs> <laughs> but um it's <laughs> so just, the money wasn't cutting it, and uh, there's a TGI Fridays opening in Bel Air. Uh, they had the trailer yeah. you know, where you come by and interview. So um, I think I'd smoked with my buddy Keith, uh, who played poker with. You went to the interview stoned? And yeah, yeah. Get we
0: went the with fuck Keith. Out of here. We went in there. Uh, you interviewed, cocky son of a bitch. Got hired and uh, hired. Got
1: hired. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Got, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you say hire or it? higher?
2: Hired, yeah. <laughs> We got hired and then we got hired. Um, but, uh, so yeah, we started. We opened the new Fridays. That was the days of the uh, suspenders mm-hmm. and the flare,
0: of and flare fire, you know, which Paul, is now infamous. Paul was kind enough to show me a picture. of <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's right. yeah, This yeah. first experience. And I really, if it's okay with you, I think we we would love to share that this week. Put it in the I, show notes on, on the head. show, man, because <laughs> uh, that picture was priceless. Forty like young ad like young degenerate adolescents. All in their Fridays flare and suspenders, gathered around a bar in what can only be described as like the most like '90s picture I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. I,
2: my jaw—I haven't seen a jawline like that on me in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What
1: was uh, what was your minimum? How how much flare did you have to wear? Uh,
2: oh
0: God, I think it was like. 13 pieces it was yeah. a specific number exactly. yeah they actually really did do that standard i was thought that was, it just was like a, an office space
2: show. yeah it, it was a certain number i think it was like 13
1: yeah um
2: and then you had to i had to, i opted for the backwards cabbie hat okay like a, oh nice like, okay hat so that was my thing uh, a lot of people were doing like the um uh what's that uh, what's up uh hey, hey. oh, four blondes four Four blondes yeah, yeah. a lot of Chicks had those weird ass hats yeah. from it. Oh, really? Like okay. the steampunk
1: almost looking things with the goggles and shit. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I worked there for a while, and actually, the district manager of Starbucks came in with my old manager and said, You know, we really like you. We'd like you to come back, We'd like to be assistant manager here. So I, I went back to Starbucks for a, a minute. Really? But the hour, I mean, when one. <laughs> Assistant management is not my, uh, four in the four, morning. Oh a, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You have to work every holiday. Yeah. You're getting paid for 40. You're working 60. We you know. liked
0: you so much. We're going to treat you like a whipping boy. Yeah. Porter, right? yeah. Like, so then I never understood that. My buddy
2: said, Hey man, I know you're not happy where you're at. I'm working at the Oregon grill now, which is, a it's like a four star. Yeah. Uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. You have to wear tux, nice steakhouse. Um, he told me what he was making and I was like, yeah, <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Count, count me in <laughs> holy shit yeah so then I uh, that's quite a jump so Starbucks to Fridays to Starbucks to Oregon Grill there's like something that like yeah. I, I don't know if you cheated oh, the oh, system and or... I had work no, no 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 no,
2: I, I forgot the uh, the worst part I did have uh, I was in purgatory for a bit I was at um Benigan's and Woodlawn was oh lord my first lord. first bartending job I had yeah I moved on from uh, what's it like serving
0: dinner to people in hospice care Oh my god, it was uh it was and it was weird. It, so you know you all can the, spit in their soup and they have no idea. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well and the owners were all
2: mostly ex hockey players. I don't know if you knew this about Vennegans. Yeah, but they were very big into that. And the guy that owned this one, he he did, he would draw all the I I don't know. He must have been concussed many oh, times wow, in his life. Really? And,
0: yeah. It's hard to talk to him. Um <laughs> uh, (laughs) Yeah, imagine. So I I see you slowly (laughs) slipping into a bit of PTSD right now, and you you use the word purgatory, which again, if you're counting on your bingo cards, was the vocabulary word of the day for the bartender rant podcast. Um, purgatory is a great way to describe these little stops, like, and and you and I when when you first got here and Mike was late, um, we were bullshitting about uh you know some of the places that we didn't know each other worked and. You know, like I was down at Fed for a little bit when you guys first opened DOS, and uh, I I told you I left Fed because I wasn't making the money I needed to make. Right. I went over to a bar in Canton that you know very well, Colada. Sure. Okay. Uh, thinking I'm going to make a hundred grand a year, right? Uh, some of the worst, one of the worst uh, experiences of my life. I was there for almost nine months, and uh, the owner, who I'm sure you've heard of, is pretty notorious. Was. I wish he was drooling, frankly. Okay. His nose was falling off, if you know what I mean. Nah. And uh, yeah, so you always have these little stops that you think could be great. You know, you leave a bar for them and sure. then they become purgatory. But yeah. Um, all right. I hijacked that there. Let's. Uh, so you start moving up in the business. What position did you have at Oregon Grill? I was a bartender. Bartender. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you consistently bartend after that or did you kind of hop around to different positions in the service business? I, I
2: consistently bartended. I, when I started working at dark horse, I ended up uh, being the bar manager, but um, that was basically, I would manage a Saturday night and all the other days that you would manage, you would also bartend clothes.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So
2: it wasn't pretty you know, good money. I bet for that. It was awesome money until,
0: uh, well, we'll get to the fight section. Yeah, right? okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And that's why, you know, we've been you – know, as we do this pod, we, we learn every single time. And one of the things that we've been learning is uh, don't let the guests go too crazy on the drinking mm-hmm. because then they, they show all their cards, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, I I saw that. I know. I, I got to draw that because yeah. I have a story how that ended. Absolutely. So, well, that's a good teaser. So, um, wh- so you've been – what's the like – all the positions you've held. Wow. I really just fell apart there. I think I had a stroke. Um, Why don't you pour some more Jameson in your copies? You know what? Wow. I don't want to hear it from you. I don't want to hear it from you. When you start contributing, that's when you can start talking to me. All right. Um, no, uh, I was just going to say, what other positions have you held? You've been, man- you know, you've been manager. Now you're, you now you're an owner.
2: Yeah. As well. Yeah. So you've, um, yeah. Lucky enough to have teamed up with some people and been in some capital. I had some and uh, one of the, one of the, Two people I've met in my life that, uh, you meet them and you're like, whatever you do, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm betting on the jockey here. I'm not betting on the horse. Yeah. Whatever you do, let me know. I want a piece of it.
1: Uh, yeah. Just
0: Just uh, made sense.
1: Yeah. It just made sense. So yeah. I was, and from what I understand, it's, it was a, it was a good call. You guys are doing pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, we've, I mean, we've, the team's amazing, you
0: know, Scotty and Pip together. It's, 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 it's Lenin, incredible. Lenin McCartan, Yeah, it, I mean, it really, restaurant. It. I mean, that it's really it, it, is amazing. They found each other. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit about where you are now, which is that bar. You know, we profiled DAS a ton on here. Obviously, we have nothing but great things to say. It's mm-hmm. been a blessing in my life as well. I can't speak highly enough about it. But um, uh, do you want to tell the people a little bit about, you know, just kind of, I know you split time, like where you are in the business right now.
2: Yeah. So um, I, I worked there full time, uh, bartend, managed a couple of days. And like I said, a, a partnership, um, I kind of stuck my, my foot in the door. I'd invested in the place downtown they did. Um, but I was an angel investor. I basically gave them start. They were at a, I gave him startup capital and they just gave me an ROI after a year. Mm, yeah. um, but you go in and you see the culture there. And I, um, I went down our a good friend, had a terrible car accident, Nick Wood. Yeah. Um, he had a fundraiser. And I was going to do it too, but I said, you know, i want going to go down and talk to Scott. So I went down, participated in the fundraiser and then talked to him. I said, Hey man, you, you ever do another one of these? Let me know. You know, love just a piece of it mm-hmm. don't want to tell you how to run it that's your thing but i'd love just a little piece of the pie to be
0: clear another bar not another fundraiser yes, yes, <laughs> yes,
2: yes. so he said uh i was like man this guy's aiming for it right he, he said uh half a stance, man he said uh step outside he actually was in the process of negotiating taking over the barn yeah so i said hey man i would love just a little equity and he said well we kind of want to do what we did before I said I understand buy in buy out that kind of thing. I understand. Yeah. I said, but you said you can buy it for this. I said, what what if I pay up this amount and get this percentage? You if you can negotiate the price down, you put that in your pocket. That's all you know. And uh, so I met with him, him, and Mel, and yeah, ended up working it out. And then they they gave Mark the same
0: deal. And yeah, you know, it's, a, yeah. it's a great it's a great move by you clearly. And uh, you know, I I am very hopeful for das morgantown on the yeah. in, in the in the near future uh not that that is in the works at all but it's a personal dream of mine that that this wonderful uh this wonderful brand goes to my home away from home oh, the, the it, marketing and culture oh they do my just, God. and there's nothing uh, like this it, yeah. i think this concept would crush there it really would yeah. so um do you still split time at bowlands i'm sorry I, I know. no no okay so no, you no, all right I, 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 so after
2: covid it was um I'm sorry. During COVID, uh, it was just
0: very hard to make money there. Yeah, especially in Bel Air, which yeah. is a this place is an Irish bar in my original hometown, and um, Paul and I are kind of from the same area, north of Baltimore, and so I know that you were an institution at that bar for. Yeah, and somebody. it's still
2: my local. It's still when I, you know, I can only go out maybe once a week, you know, working nights, and and I still that's the place I go. It's,
0: yeah, it's awesome spot. It always delivers. So yeah. that's awesome, man. Thank you for giving us uh, a little bit of the background and and keeping it concise. I know we're asking you uh, to do a lot for us today. Uh, you've been waiting on Mike. We're asking you to do <laughs> a won't let it go. <laughs> we're we're at, we're asking you to do a quick pod at ten o'clock in the morning, right before you go and work a shift. I mean, this guy look, look if he is not low maintenance, I don't know who is. Okay, let this be a note for all you other bartenders that come on here. He came prepared. Okay, he hasn't complained. He made the drinks. This is the type of uh, actions we want to see out of you as well. Okay, no more of this high maintenance diva bullshit that we've been getting recently. Just kidding. Steve, you were the only fucking diva here. (laughs) I knew that was coming. I knew (laughs) that was coming. All right. Without further ado, let's get into the top 10. This is The Gauntlet. (laughs) All right, guys, we have made it to the gauntlet. Paul, are you excited? I am excited. Are you ready? I, I'm prepared. I'm fucking I'm, – I'm excited. I'm prepared. Let's do the damn thing. Question number one, pet peeves and misconceptions. Your pet peeves that uh, about customers, other service industry employees, or misconceptions people have about the business.
2: Uh, so my biggest pet peeve um, – and by the way, I was uh, went down to the city last night with three other industry people, and I threw this question out. I uh, had about 20 that I whittled down to my own personal. He's doing <laughs> focus group research. <laughs> my own, I love my, this guy. My own personal list. Um, one thing, uh, probably my, my biggest pet peeve is people that stay after last call that won't leave. Mm-hmm. That are regulars of yours that you like. Ooh, so it's regulars. hard to, you know, it's, it's one thing. To be, hey, everybody, fucking time to go. Yeah. But, you know, when you like these people and you, you don't want to upset them, but mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're wasting your time. You know, my thing is time is our most precious resource. It's the only thing we're not getting more of and Mm -hmm. you can't buy it, you know? So
0: when people hold you up from getting to your life, that that's, yeah. um, we always talk about rules, like try to, again, try to help give people a roadmap. What do you think the best way to handle that situation is? I've, I've always thought that I'm not going to stay. Cause I I've been the bartender on the other side, right? I'm not gonna stay unless you ask me to, which which I'll right, do a lot. Right. Like a lot of times, I'll, oh, I'll start putting up chair. If, if yeah, I'll if, go up to my boy and I'll be like, an hey, and I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll go up to my friend. I'll be like, hang out, man. You're good. You're good. We got you. And so. that
2: that was the bones rule. It's, it's if you stay after, you better fucking be doing something to help out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You. you, you you know, these twenty people are more than welcome at any given time, mm-hmm. but you better be putting yeah. up chairs, or wiping you them
1: better them be sweeping, or, yeah. you
0: better be contributing in yeah. some way. Fra- frankly, the only reason they are welcome is because they do that already. Right, <laughs> you right. don't even exactly. have to ask them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, that's
2: one. Um, the uh, what does that come with? What's that? I, 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 oh, oh you're saying a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, when everything's clearly defined on the menu and you you take an order. Oh, you're
0: saying that, sorry, this is another misconception. Uh, no, 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 I, I got no, confused. What this? So, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so that's the <laughs> what's question. That, what does that come with? Yeah. What
0: does that come with, right? Or what sauces would uh
2: yeah. sauces? When people like don't read the menu. Yeah. And it's just it slows you down can
0: i get sides it with that well look it's actually pre-portioned with two sides it's written right there did, right. You, only, did you just real reveal that, cutlet and fucking give up after that that's or? i'm i have very little patience for people that don't just
2: read
1: the menu yeah. did you go to a
0: special <coughs> montessori <coughs> school where you only read the entrees <laughs> section of menus like what is happening
1: here? It sparks in my memory when we worked at the diner um oh, you know and say you this you know, this entree comes with a super salad and you'd ask people would you like super salad and they're like what's a super salad <laughs> like now soup or salad
0: motherfucker read the menu which one <laughs> mike's very self-conscious about his accent again he's from the plains i don't have an <laughs> yeah.
1: accent they, they literally hire people from the <laughs> midwest or the plains mind you to to be news anchors because we have such a diffused accent you?
0: yeah you know we had about 20 employees there that were f- off the boat from greece and nobody had any problem understanding them so i'm <laughs> just saying um All right. So that's a good one. That one does drive me nuts. Uh, I I just, just read the fucking,
2: (laughs) man. I I don't,
0: I don't understand. I I don't understand it. (laughs) It's like, you you know, in, um, you know, the movie national treasure where, uh, Nicholas Cage has to put together the clues. You have the whole map in front of you. It's not even invisible. It's telling you exactly what is available to you. You know, um, there are those people that are like, over-orders, though. Like, they have scanned the menu. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And you better be prepared for them. But sure, uh, sure. I'd rather take them than what you are talking about. So. Yeah.
2: And then I have one more. Fire away. When, when you're standing there and somebody calls you over. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. uh, This guy needs something. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that seems so disrespectful to yeah. me. But it does. It does. It's like, you don't think I see these 40 people and I have an order, which I'm doing. Okay, tell me how to do this guy wants a fucking Cuba libre. You want to make that for him? You want to tell me how to do my <laughs> yeah, job? Yeah, okay. like, like like So just that, to cl- I don't know why that bothers yeah. me so much, but it does.
0: Just to clarify, are you, you're talking about when a customer tells you, Paul, this guy, another customer yes. needs help. Yes. The reason I ask is because constantly at our bar, because we're so high volume. We'll have somebody open a tab with one of our bartenders and have a whole relationship with them, and they won't have a card or it'll be some funky nickname in the computer. And then I'm trying to interact with this person, I can't help them. So at that point, they go, "Well, Paul served me. All right, Paul, get the fuck over here. I I I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm busy as fuck and I can't help this guy. So. You specifically mean when customers try to play like facilitate yes. for you. Yes. Yes. Fuck that, yes. dude. Yes. Oh my God. Even the best customers, you start doing that. I mean, we're we're getting close to ending this relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are. Yeah. But um all right, those are those those were both fantastic. And I, I don't know about you, Mike. I think those were all brand brand yeah. new. Yep. That was which, yeah. Which is one of the things that we try to strive for is unique. Um, answers to these questions some of them we double up also it's funny when there's a
1: running theme that some somebody so many bartenders say the same thing you know for people who are into the industry it's like yeah don't don't do this
0: stuff yeah when you're at the bar i love those those are all brand new so listen you know uh, pay attention because i think we're going to have some unique content on this one and good roadmaps for you people question number two best tips and worst tips
2: worst tips uh they've all been zero um, so the, uh, <laughs> you can't go, the best, <laughs> you can't go lower. Huh? Yeah, right. Right. Uh, the best tip I probably ever got was maybe probably 500. Um, so the, the thing about bartending at the Oregon grill, um, check averages are very high and Orioles, Ravens, uh, all the predominant people would go there. Um, and as a bartender, like on a Monday you could walk out with, Three fifty, or you could walk out with twenty three dollars. Sometimes, yeah,
1: it's you know, like really it, it, miss, it, it's, yeah. it's
2: so hit or miss. Um, yeah, one one table can make your whole night. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so, you know, like if Cast of the Wire would come in and we would clean up. You mm-hmm. know, other Mondays it'd be there'd be two people there. Yeah. Um, but we'd have um, I think it was Chuck Brooks. Maybe he passed away. He was a lawyer, predominant lawyer in the area, and he would come in every Friday. Um. Just very, but Christmas time, a lot of people would really just take care care of us. You know, we've seen throughout the years, and I I think he left 500 uh, one time
0: on like a. Did he give you instructions? (laughs) No. No, but the reason we ask is because I've been involved in some some of these holiday tips. Yeah. Somebody gives this huge tip, and. You know, sometimes they give you instructions, sometimes they don't. A lot of times it's take care of the cooks, take care of the rest of the staff. Like, here's a big tip for everyone for the holidays. Even if that's not said, you bet your sweet ass I'm not taking $500 home. Never doing that because, you know, no matter how much I'm frustrated with my team, ticket times, everything else. Why
1: did you touch me when you said that?
0: No, 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 because (laughs) – well, I am frustrated with my girl, Yeah, I know. You know that's <laughs> a, no matter what no, I'm frustrated, <laughs> Holy, fuck you. Man. It's subconscious. It's subconscious. Um, uh, I flew in the sky to get here, Steve, all right? You <laughs> son of a bitch. De- De- yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but um, if I get a tip like that, you know, everybody in the kitchen is going to get 50 bucks. You know, I'm going to make yeah. sure the bar back who's 16 gets 50 bucks or 100 bucks and, you yeah. know, split with the bartenders. We've had some bartenders on here taking that shit home. Yeah. Well, for and and there was
2: a thousand dollar tip at Dos. remember that?
0: Uh, I haven't heard the story. Yeah, much. yeah.
2: So one of the, it was like a day shift, and and one of the the, the cops, I don't know, I'll mention her name later, but um, tipped a thousand dollars one day because wow. she appreciated the the service there. Mm-hmm. And, wow. You
1: know, and I don't know how it was distributed or whatever. But, well, that's uh, the thing. And for new listeners, Dos, you. They split the tips. We do a good job in that regard. We don't
0: don't have too much uh, Reagan economics playing uh, a role in our tipping system.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And this was like uh, a weekday. This wasn't, you know, so there weren't too many people working that day. So I, uh, but yeah, I'm not the intent was to distribute. Yeah. I'm
0: not saying we'd go mailman and drive to everybody else's house and say, here's 20 bucks. But I'm just saying like, there've been a lot of times with holidays, those people, especially, I can't tell you how many, christmas eves i've worked thanksgivings i've worked mother's days i've worked right where i oh. wanted, wanted to be with my family and guess what if you're fucking there you're getting some of this money you're yeah. getting some of this money because um you've annied up man you gave away your day that should be with your family yeah. for this so I, I used to always work um thanksgiving night christmas
2: night mm. at bowen's you know come yeah. in you know seven or eight so it's you had the day with your family and everyone would just Yeah, throw money at you and the whole staff will come in. It
0: can be a
1: sad –
0: it can be a sad night. Like I've always found being behind the bar on Christmas, and I've done a lot of those shifts too, um, it's so hit or miss with patrons. They're either in the jolliest mood or they're in the dumps. 100%, yeah, yeah. But there are some of the best interactions those nights, man. Sure. They really are. Yeah, especially people that don't have family, and, and that's mm.
2: all they want to do is, is come into a bar where they know people yeah. and they makeshift family. Have a
0: little community. It's, feel, it's feeling like Cheers again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> where everybody knows your name. Dun, dun 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 And they're always glad you came. All right, two bars. Is enough. All right. Uh, <laughs> question number three. Worst drink orders we do also kind of extend this category a little bit yeah, to like
1: drinks that i'm sorry i'm gonna jump in please
0: <laughs> finally
1: drinks fuck you drinks that you should never be seen ordering in public or maybe drinks that you hate to make as a
2: market. okay
0: that's what i yeah or it, bad which, drinks that were made for you too bad is, drinks that were made for, for you disgusting
2: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah like um,
0: maybe you ordered an old-fashioned somebody put grenadine in it that yeah. kind of thing sure sure well
2: first of all i know this isn't 100 percent what you're asking but my my least favorite drink order is uh like tino's and vodka which are really like you get wait, all, wait, the, wait. all
0: the time. You're saying they they actually they say order that Tito's say, and vodka on a regular basis. <laughs> they say Tito's and vodka. Yeah, and you drink kind of and little, vodka. I thought like you had made a mistake. <laughs> no, no, you're like I had like a, a, a i said So I, have you
1: ever just poured a shot like That's, that's exactly what you were. I've <laughs> had
0: multiple aneurysms on this show. I'm, I'm sorry, i got really confused. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're saying people? I've actually never had never it. heard that. People I, say Tito's and yeah, vodka a Tito's as a
2: drink. you're yeah, you know, if you just do that little slight like. Do you ever make it and then like what? No, I've never
0: done that. You we'll do like that. a shot of Tito's I and mean, a shot Jimmy of real Cheetos whiskey. And, you're seasoned and enough. And you're not gonna waste products. So. Right, 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 right. I
2: hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but my actually my least favorite drink order is like one dirty bong. Can I get one dirty bong water? Where you're like, no, you can't. There's 47 ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. You want like four of them? I can do that. Yeah. You know?
0: there, there there, are other drinks that even if there's not a ton of ingredients, I'm not only making one of. Like I'm not making one Flaming Dr. Pepper. I'm, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. Or because because you know, re- Do you know how sad it is to light one single Flaming Dr. Pepper on fire? <laughs> yeah. The whole point of the drink is that there's 47 of them on the bar and they're all on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know
2: Crazy. But uh, and also like the somebody orders a uh like buttery nipple which or B fifty two, and you just you don't even ask anymore if you want it later. You just pour it and you shake it. But people are like oh, I want to you know like yeah, it's a Friday night. There's like three <laughs> deep at the bar. Do well, <laughs> I mean,
0: you want me to remake it? No. Nah, sorry. <laughs> well, there is that person that says yes. Well, yeah, unfortunately. Small. Sure. Yeah. Have you noticed though how like some uh, liquor quality has changed, especially, I don't know, maybe this is just me, especially in the last couple of years. And I think this is maybe more for the off, some of the off-brand products, but you have something like a mind eraser. Mind erasers don't float anymore, man. Have you noticed this? Yeah. Like, I mean, in my early part of my bartending career, you could make a mind eraser and it looked, it looked like a fucking ice cream cake. I yeah. mean, it was literally those individual layers floating on there. And I don't know if it's the water, like the purity of the water, or how they just uh, like how they were like uh, refine it or process. Why can't I think of how do you do you distill water? What what is what is the water filtration process? I don't even know. But the point is, you remember that, right? Yeah. The wine oh, feel- racers used to be these real strict lines, and yeah. the liquor would float on top of each other, and now they don't anymore. Okay. And there's nothing I can do and I'll make you a hundred of them and it's not going to do, it's not going to work the way you want. It's all mixing together. Just suck it down quick. Either don't order it or just fucking drink the damn thing. Like it is so frustrating. So, I mean, that's, that's one that we, that's another one we haven't gotten into. Like, I love you coming with all this unique uh, content because this category usually goes to drinks that gross people out or piss people off. Mm This is more just like an exercise in futility. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, that, that. you know, I want to accommodate you and I just can't. I can't. I'm, I'm frustrated yeah. by it. But pretty much all my pet peeves and grievances come from a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically I'm, it. I'm sensing that. Yeah. <laughs> We're drawing that theme out of the show here. Um. Well, not going to waste any more time. Question number four, ultimate mistakes, fuck ups. These are yours or your coworkers. Okay. I have a, I love this girl dearly. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. But last, uh, I won't mention
2: her name, uh, but she's she's awesome.
0: Have I worked with her? Yeah, oh fantastic. yeah, fantastic. Go we're ahead. In the last week. I'll be able to figure it out. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> so last St. Patty's Day, we got murdered, absolutely murdered. We were understaffed. Um, had to call some people in. Yeah. One of the girls was was already really drunk. Oh, oh Okay, I know who we're talking about. <laughs> and uh, but she came in to help out and uh made the mistake of. Telling the table, she's like, ah, oh, she's really fucked up. Oh, God. <laughs> and then uh went the this table went to pay out. And then after a while, this woman comes up to me and she says, Hey, uh, where's my credit card? I gave it to her and she I, I don't know where it is.
0: It and, makes... like,
2: and so I talked to this bird, I say, Hey, did you close? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I like, God, oh, that's oh, not what you want to no. hear. Fuck that's man. not what you want to hear. So, um, <laughs> She's like, this is my bank card. I'm going to Ocean City tomorrow with my son. I'm not going to be able to buy him anything, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I'm like, look, I am so sorry. Um, Call your bank. You can get a new card tomorrow. I promise you. I had to do it six months ago. I'm terribly sorry. If anything, we will reimburse you for any inconveniences. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was not, she called the police. Oh, my Uh, God. Get the
1: cops. Yeah. Because they're going to solve this issue.
2: Pat Fosso. I said, make sure she does take her away. Mm-hmm. Make sure she does not talk to a police. She's not here. Please yeah. ask. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> she's not here. I love that. Yeah, it's um, like some taken shit, yeah. but it's more just like hidden. Okay, so, she's an easy person to hide. She she is. <laughs> I wish I I wish our guests underst- I wish our listeners yeah. understood what I meant by that. But yeah. if there's ever somebody that you're gonna hide, like she's the one, she's the bartender you want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So she, she ends up leaving. Just livid, And uh, so Scotty and Pip looked at the cameras and saw her walk over. And she just, like, drops it in the trash can. Like, she, she had it in her hand. and
0: she's uh, she thought. Someone. And, and, she, had and like, she's, she had dishes or something. Else. She's
2: yeah. she's talking with her hands. Yeah. And it just, like, falls in the trash can. And she walks away. Oh, my Doesn't God. Doesn't remember it happening or even having it. Wow. So they go dumpster diving the next oh. day. They open up about 20 trash bags looking for this card and find it.
0: No, they don't. They do. And they call.
2: Yeah. Yeah. After like an hour of sifting through garbage, they find this card. Wow. Call her back. This, this, these are the people we're talking about. Well,
0: this is a good example. yeah. Yeah. I've worked for some, you and I have worked for God. Between no us, one else between us how many bars do you think we work for? 60, 50, yeah, 50, 50 so, yeah, 60 yeah. between the two and of I, us? I, 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 no one else would have done that. That I know of. Yeah. Well, not the owners. Yeah, they would yeah, have said, they sent, a, oh, six, they sent a 16-year-old bar back out there, and guess what? He would have half-assed it, and they wouldn't have found it. Right. But these owners were on a mission to and find this shit because they, mission, they, they had, fucking cared, yeah, man. yeah. They actually care that much. And
2: that's that's Maybe it's recency bias, but that's – that's the one that sticks out
0: to me recently. I mean, there have been a ton, but yeah. Oh, of course. No, yeah,
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs>
0: awesome. And um, you know, it's funny. I, I'm so, I, I love, uh, this is a totally new category I'm making up on the fly right now uh, that we could add a question in here. Um, tell us all about the, uh, the bar realizations where you hear a story like secondhand the next day of what happened the night before. We, we we should call bar telephone. Basically, is what it is. So like this morning when I walked in here, <laughs> that, that was that, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, the so the story I told at the top of the pod, you know, uh Paul didn't work last night. No. Um, and and obviously we had that crazy girl taking her shoes off and beating people's cars. That is the type of secondhand story that always happens in this business. You wake up, you're the opener, you hear this, and you're like, Wait, what happened? You're not gonna fucking believe it. <laughs> <me. laughs>
1: <laughs> well what would be great is now when you go back and hear it from other people at the restaurant, we can figure out how much Steve embellished the story. <laughs> <you know>? Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. I feel very confident.
0: I feel extremely confident about my tell- my uh, truth telling. But no, the reason I bring this up is the bartender we're talking about, um, I was out of town on St. Paddy's Day. I wanted to come in. And I remember um, being there the next day after St. Paddy's Day and like hanging out and be like, hey, what, you know, what happened? And hearing only this. Yeah. She got a little hammered. That's it. That was my <laughs> entire side of the story. And so you filled in the gaps very nicely. I, I'm now yeah, understanding yeah. why why they were giving her such shit and why it was such chaos. So, no, um,
2: she, she wouldn't even look you in the eye from at least me
1: and the other people in the eye for like five days. Believe <laughs> her. I just, <laughs> just love that she told the table. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm really funny. So, <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> I hate to say Never I, admit it. Never tell right? them. I Let hate,
0: them assume. I hate, to say, it. I hate to say this, but the bartender we're talking about had a $300 check walk out on her last night. Ooh. And she was – I'm talking she's – Full on, like uh, she's full on, like John Connor's mom. I can never remember who, <laughs> what her name is. Sprint. You remember her? Sarah Connor? Yeah. Sarah Connor. Yeah. You remember how she sprints in Terminator 2, where she's like wobbly, but like she looks very athletic. <laughs> this girl was buzzing around the bar, trying to find uh, these people. She ran out in the parking lot. She was checking bathrooms couldn't find him we had to eat eat that 300 so she had another unfortunately uh a tough night last night while just while we're telling her story you know (laughs) i figured sorry you know who you are i don't mean to i don't mean to kick you down into the mud we 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 do love you we do (laughs) love you you know all right question number five health code violations and we need to be clear here protect the innocent and the guilty Especially the guilty. Yeah, a lot of the statute of limitations and not run off.
2: Yeah. So the the first thing that came to my mind is working at Stalking Horse down Fed Hill. Um, Fed Hill, Baltimore City, obviously is like the epicenter of uh, rat infestation. I would think right on the water. Right on the water, ton of them. Uh, so uh, you know, every once in a while, you would get that smell and you look around and you you find one. Um, but there was this stench coming from the basement um, that like people couldn't even could barely eat. Thousands. Oh wow! Whoa! Something died, d- decaying flesh. Yeah. You know? And and the city basements, you know, they're only about three foot. Like I, I've never done well. In, they're they're you know, built for the. Well, you're a big guy too. Ba- yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I. Um, but and everything's crammed in there storage they're built it's a city look dude it's a city that was built 300 you know 200 yeah. 300 years ago now like yeah. it's not meant it's not meant to host you know 180 people in a in a row home <laughs> as a bar like that's not what that was meant to do
2: right right well we so and then these two famous homeless guys in the area doc and reggie uh and reggie unfortunately i don't know if you've read the story of the homeless guy um Fucking burning in in a porta potty. What? Yeah. So Holy this was shit, like two everybody. years ago. Nicest guy to do anything for you, and he was it was like in the winter, and I guess he had he was in a porta potty for shelter mm-hmm. and then had something on fire for heat, and it fucking burned. I, I can't think of a and worse was way asleep? to go. Nicest was... guy, yeah, and I Jesus. guess he melted on him. Oh, oh man. Um, horrible thing, Reggie. Rest in peace. Man. My God, dude. Um, but there's another guy, Doc, down there who's He's had hepatitis something or another for years and years, and you'd always get these guys, you'd, you'd hire them to do stuff, you know.
0: You well, give them food, and you get, yeah, well, oh, you put up the chairs. So Here you go, we'll give you a all that. Or, like
2: that. Or, or, hey, this guy's bothered, you know. He's like, all right, and you give him food and a couple bucks. Well, uh, we couldn't find this dying rat or this dead rat, so we, we hired Doc to come in and find it and take care of it of rat doc the rat hunter yeah Jesus wow so we give him uh tongs a, a trash bag tongs we- were a great call by you yeah yeah that's we threw them away afterward and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> gloves. An important clarification and gloves which we had to insist he wear yeah because he wasn't
0: about to he that. wasn't gonna wear the gloves he was not gonna wear the gloves so <laughs> doc maybe that's how you end up with hepatitis in the first place <laughs> yeah, yeah giving
2: <laughs> <'cause- laughs> up dead rats so he's he goes in the basement. He's there for a while, and he walks up the stairs. And this is, uh, you know, we open at like four o'clock. This is probably like five or six. You know, a lot of people in the dining room. He comes up with this trash bag, and almost verbatim says, "You should have seen the fucking size of this rat. It was so bloated. I can't believe it didn't burst." <laughs> oh, God. While people are e- eating dinner what time is this so <laughs> so what time is it o'clock? o'clock no, yeah. no come on. So, we're all just like and you can't even like it's it's done it's out there you can't yeah, even yeah. be like doc shut the yeah, fuck it's up over. it's over like, it's out there yep. oh so we just like oh again you look over they're looking at you and you're like ugh like, you can't say anything. Yeah, You're what do like you do, do at that point? Yeah,
1: so that's hilarious. That's, what,
2: that's the one that jumps out at me. <laughs> you yeah, know? you think? Yeah.
1: Whatever the, the first I worked as a pizza delivery driver it was my first service industry job, and uh, my boss she she ended up liking me. Didn't like me at first, you know. I can't imagine why. Uh, but <laughs> me me either. <laughs> but one day she's like, hey Michael, uh, somebody hit a cab out in front of the, mm. the, the pizza place and it was a hot summer day and it was bloated. She's like, I need you to go uh, get that cleaned up. So I'm mm. off, out, out on the side of the road with cars buzzing by. i trying to scoop this giant bloated cat into a trash bag. So, yeah. I didn't walk into the restaurant with it and tell the no, customers about it. All that <laughs> fucking lid, man. I would not have been able to
0: handle that. Jesus, dude. The, uh, that's a wonderful moment where, even though it ruined that probably dinner crowd that night, <laughs> that moment of uh, complete, complete lack of cooth. Yeah, holding had, it out. I wish you could see him holding it out. The of the yeah, like it was, like it was a, a trophy or something. Yeah, yeah he got it. He got <laughs> like he, like he just won the decathlon at you know at the Tokyo Olympics or some shit like that. Um, no, there's something about that that, honest to God, that was a morale building moment. I'm sure the whole team uh, smirked, went across their face, and they, <laughs> they, they worked a little harder after that. That's how I like to look at it. But, all right. Paul, you made it halfway. Bravo, my friend. We're going to take a little break. We're going to get some more drinks. We're going to have a dart. um, And then we're going to get right back into it. So we will see you after the short intermission. Okay, we are back. We have had our smoke break. We have filled up our goblets.
1: Yeah, and I, uh, I learned something very telling about Steve just now. I've known you for a long time. Do
0: you have to tell the people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, fuck.
1: Uh, so apparently Steve is one of those psychopaths who puts his toilet paper on the spool the wrong way. Oh, God. What yeah. is that? What, you know, what is, I bet you chug ranch when people aren't looking either.
0: No, I would never chug ranch, okay? Um, not that ranch isn't tasty. It's just I would never chug it, okay? I don't know. Um, I'm actually I, – I have some debate about this here. I didn't know until very recently that there was a correct and incorrect way to put the toilet paper on the spool. It's a heated debate. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Um, Apparently there's a lot of heated debates with the whole toilet paper wiping process, things like that. We're not going to get into that on today's podcast.
1: Well, there may be a debate, but it's only because the people who are wrong just can't accept that. Well, no, it's it, it just so one makes clearly, more sense than the other. Now, nah, nah, like, here's the thing. thing. I,
0: I love that you went to a point of of uh, contention. To me, <laughs> to me, I, my worldview is more about acceptance. Okay, I don't even no. think that there's a right and a wrong. I just want everybody to have, uh, you know, a peaceful time in the bathroom. Look, right. I've always said if I had a genie with three wishes, one of them would be to never use the bathroom again. I don't want to shower. I don't want to shit. I don't want to shave. I don't want to piss. I want all that That's stuff to be, be good automatically yeah, taken yes, care yeah. of. I think I can add like 10 years to my life, never using the bathroom. And honest to God, I don't like my butthole. Okay. I don't no, like things no. coming out of it. I don't like having to wipe it. I don't like it at all. All right.
1: Apparently he likes to talk
0: about it. Well, anyway, <laughs> you know, I mean, you got me started down this path. So I, I will say I didn't know that there was a right way and a wrong way to the put the The thing is, baby. when I
1: say that, everyone who's listening already knows the way that I'm saying it needs to
0: go on the floor. No, no, no. no don't I don't even have to explain it. Whoa. It's, it's a logical fallacies, fallacy to say everyone who's listening okay, everyone knows who's, that it, that I'm correct, right? Like that is a straw, man, a straw man of all straw mans right there, okay? There are people like me who don't give a flying fuck. Frankly, do you know how I like my toilet paper? Off the spool. I like to put my finger through the little the little slot, and I like to I like to I, take it take to... it off by hand. I okay. like to take it off by he hand. He also stands up while he wipes. Too. I <laughs> do stand up while I wipe, and I'm proud to stand up while I wipe. You know what? You know the thing is, I don't judge you sitting wipers. Okay, I love you. I love you. I really do. Um, I have learned my my lady has been complaining about this recently. Mm-hmm. Okay, about how the toilet paper comes off the roll, and I it, it, look. I'm not opposed. Just show me how you want it done, and I'll set it up like that. There's only two options, Steve. I mean, it's not that <laughs> On, different. Under, so what's the correct way? Under or over? Oh, So
1: when you're looking at the toilet paper roll, it's, Comes com- over it's coming over That's, over. That's fine. I'll set it up like that. I mean, underneath, right? No. Oh, You man. motherfuckers. I don't feel safe here right now. <laughs> I need to get out of here. I, I,
2: I'll tell you what. I've always had the mentality, and I've, I've listened to this. You know what? I take it out. I put it on and then I let fate decide. Yeah. And it's a little surprise. Yeah. Is it yay, over on? I yeah. Let's
0: see. Oh, it's
2: over this time. Uh, yeah, I exactly. I'll
0: Let fate decide for me. <laughs> let's let it. Let's win the damn thing. <laughs> Honestly, God, you know, uh, if you have someone in your life like Michael who has a hair trigger for the most trivial things, guess what? If you love him enough, uh, enough. If you love him enough, be accommodating, and that's what I'm going to try to do. I listen. I'm not fighting you, bud. Come here, hug me. Don't touch me. I miss you. I miss you. I don't get to. I don't get to touch you on this pod (laughs) very often. Come on, come on, baby. All right. Look, I'll fix the toilet. Did you fix it? Did you leave it like that? that. Wow. (laughs) After this entire diatribe, he leaves it like that. Unbelievable. It doesn't sound like he's as passionate as he says he is. All right. Tangents aside, let's get back into the gauntlet. Question number six, ratchet and crazy customers. We have expanded this category, though, to include... Memorable customers.
1: You know, people who left a real impact on you.
0: Maybe we're very kind to you, you know? Hmm.
2: Kind. Yeah. The ratchet comes to mind first. Oh, yeah. oh as funny. it always does. That right? was the
1: first, that was what we added to the, to the question, but some of our guests have come on and they're like, this person <laughs> I really want to give a shout out to, but they, you know, they weren't ratchet or crazy, by any means. Hmm. Yeah, I've, you know,
2: I will say that this industry has made me so many friends, so many close relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met so many good people, so many good customers that I still have relationships with years after the fact. So there's a ton of those. Um, but on the ratchet side, um, a couple come to mind. Uh, this guy, uh, Leon in, in Woodlawn. Great dude. He was probably 5'5", five, five, 120 pounds. Little guy. Uh, little guy. Little guy. Okay. Uh, Great dude, loud, funny, um, but had some anger issues. Mm -hmm. And he would maybe once a month or so would just start mouthing off to the wrong dude and get his ass beat every single time. I've never seen him win a fight. He had a knack for it. He got fucked up every single time. And afterwards, because we all liked him, we'd be like, yeah, man, what, you know. Why? Was he really drunk when yeah, he did
1: this? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But it's like he's yeah.
1: just one of those guys. It's like fucked
2: up every time, man. Stop
1: just, fighting people, But man. it's it's kind of like, like it's the small guy complex thing where he's like, even though he knows he's gonna get his ass he's kicked, he's, he's he's you know he's gotta prove himself. Yeah. Thing, and
2: so. Like I mean, he, yeah. And then you start like biting biting people's fingers and biting fingers. I'm sorry, was, huh? Yeah, yeah. He was he was scrappy, but he would just get his ass. Bite, and, bite and his feet. Yeah.
1: Well, if you bit somebody's fingers, they're absolutely gonna kick your ass way harder than they originally were. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know, the consistency um, of
0: a human finger is the same as a carrot. Oh. You can bite right through it. The only thing that stops you is your mental. Yeah, of course. It's it's you convincing yourself in your hand in your head that you can't bite through your finger.
2: You've thought a lot I'm about biting fingers. Can't. I'm <laughs> glad I've always stopped short then. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one other one uh, was actually Dark Horse in Bel Air. Uh, we had this regular um, – great guy. I still see him at Bowens now, but he was probably late forties. Um and got really fucked up, going through a divorce. He walked out of the bathroom. He's just going, uh ah, 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 ah. I'm like, What's up, Brian? Are you alright? And he's like, Ah, ah. Like, <laughs> point, pointing at the bathroom. Somebody <laughs> left the toilet paper to
0: under and he was What a
2: dick. Racist. No, but no. <laughs> bathroom, I'm like, You alright, man? He's like, ah, yes, uh, yeah. And then walked out. Go in the bathroom and there is shit. I don't know. No. I don't know how he got it all over the place, but he just spread shit all over over the fucking bathroom.
1: What was was he like did he have shit on him
2: that you just I didn't see. I would imagine probably maybe in his pants.
0: Oh man. <laughs> I have to be I have to be honest with you, I almost feel what did you say his name was again? It, well, Brian? I didn't. Brian. Brian. Brian Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. We're calling him Brian, right? Yeah, we're calling him Brian. I would almost feel bad if it was a situation where Brian was blacked out drunk and he did actually come upon the shit. Like he went in the bathroom to take <laughs> yeah, bath, right. and it wasn't I, him. You know there's what? No way that he can deny it. After <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, no, no. He, he's he, in his head. He's going, "It wasn't me. It wasn't <laughs> me. It was the one-armed <laughs> man." And it, but it, what's coming out of his mouth is, that, Ugh, that's Ugh. That's Ugh.
2: But to his credit, he was trying. Trying to convey that he was sorry, <laughs> you sure. saw it in his eyes, I mean, saw it in his all eyes. He, was, he just could not communicate, he couldn't do it. <laughs> oh he tried, I knew what he meant afterwards.
1: That's rough, that's uh, really
0: rough. Team up for number seven, <laughs>
1: okay? Number seven fights, arrests, and fires. You know Steve, so you know Steve loves a good fire. But... I
0: do. It's my favorite uh it's my favorite thing in the restaurant business. Uh that's a bad thing. I don't mm-hmm. want it to happen, but when it does, you find out what motherfuckers are made of,
1: dude. Yeah, yeah I, I have no fire stories. That's good. Uh, we don't want fires Steve wants fire stories, but fires are that's uh, like I said, uh, everyone's in danger then. It's not just a fight between burn the two drunk uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Um but uh fights I've I've seen I can't even I can't even tell you how many yeah. I made millions off. If I had a video camera every time. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: But, um, <laughs> Bar fights is his own chive channel. Oh my right? God. Chive but, TV uh, channel for sure. Uh,
2: the biggest one, which I, I kind of alluded to earlier, who I did to earlier, mm-hmm. was uh, a teaser at dark horse. Um, there was a, a group of guys, uh, electricians that worked down the city. Um, there's a bunch of guys that came from, uh, Cecil Tucky, we call it. Oh yeah. Right. Um, that were and in Dark Horse though on Friday, Saturday nights we had a DJ, a big wide open dance area. Great place to just have just be grinding – somebody come up and grind up on you. Yeah. Great, great place to, to find somebody for the night. And uh, so we had such a mix of people and a lot of testosterone, a lot of, you know, um, I don't know quite what started it, but the the group of city electrician and Cecil
1: Tucky guys got into it. it, it, it I don't mean to catch up. Cecil Tucky, uh,
0: uh, Cecil County. It's, okay. it's it kind of out. So it's, it's exactly. basically
2: a bunch of country boys, a bunch of city boys. It's I the you.
0: most northern county uh, in central Maryland. So obviously you got you know so you got Oakland and you got Carroll County and all these ones out west, but. When you're talking about a Baltimore suburb, like a Baltimore, a lot of people from Cecil Tucky still work in Baltimore, but it is. But they're like shit kickers. They're basically like you. Oh. Thanks. You know? <laughs> country boys. i got my boots on, so. <laughs> Good old country boys. But yeah, we call them Cecil Tucky. Um, they all drive trucks. They all wear camon oh, hacks and t-shirts. You, you live in Kentucky?
1: Is that no, Kansas. Kansas.
0: Kansas. Okay, I Kansas. Kansas say, yeah. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> well, you can still say that. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, but, so they got new... Uh, Big bras, is probably 10 on 10, something like that. They're spilled outside. That sounds organized. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, so one of the guys picked up the top of the smoker's post and started banging this other guy with it. And it was, <laughs> oh, my God. It started to shred, right? So it was just jagged pieces of plastic. And you can probably still look this up, but um, the guy took it and he jammed it no. at somebody, right? So then as fights do, they – progressive move on and you know then it moves across rolling. the street to the They're, bank yeah. parking lot and I look over and this dude has a, probably three piece of plastic sticking out of his neck oh. right so, <laughs> yeah and we're like fuck and the fight's over here so we're all just like oh my god are you okay and his, his friend goes to pull it out no like, yeah no we're, everyone's like no. no thank god it wasn't in an artery oh my it just, god it was still just like boom, really
1: boom, oh. boom, like
2: bleeding out of the side of his neck the fight spills into which is now Z Vault's parking lot. Yeah, like
0: Bank of America. And yeah, it, like yeah. it spread all the way over there. Jesus, um, man, this thing was rolling. Yeah, it I mean, was I guess huge ten on brawl, ten, and yeah. we're talking about a big brawl. I mean, it's not a fight; it's a brawl. At so that point. yeah, absolutely, it's a skullduggery.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we're tending this guy. The cops show up, and and Beller's a very small town, so you know, every, you know, I know every cop that walks through there. the wow.
0: detective that interviewed me, I, I hate Jim, I don't, you know, also hey Wes, you know, also tell tell Mike, you, you got to understand when you're in Bel Air and you're on one of those bars on main street, the police precinct. Oh, it's right. It's on top of you. It is. I yeah. mean, yeah. And, and not to mention the courthouse is right there. So you get arrested you go right across That's the street. Yeah, no, you go right <laughs> back to the bar after court. So. Yeah. So cop, cops come in, side eye me like, oh my
2: God, oh man. So the detectives come and they said, okay, you know, I told him about this. He said the stabbing here. He said, What about the stabbing across the street? And he said, Stabbing across the street, I don't I don't know anything about that. Yeah, somebody's suffering from stab wounds across the street, too. Uh which I had no idea because again, we this guy had fucking plastic sticking out of yeah. his neck. We were telling him. Uh, come to find out this guy had I'm assuming it was on purpose, like a chiseled uh, belt buckle. The, the what? Like a shank, basically. That latches was like, I don't know if he had done it himself, but he took it out and he oh, and himself. put it around his fist, he jabbed somebody with it. So Jesus, Christ. I mean, obviously, holy shit! The the punctures were only like you know, on yeah an inch maybe, and, and it you know, but. When you first hear that, like, what about the second stab? I'm like, second stab? Yeah. I have no idea. But
0: apparently this guy was sticking this guy with his belt pump You like, never want to. Yeah, well. you never. As a bartender, you never want to have a cop ask you about a the second, second stab. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the
2: first one I was even like,
0: man, I watched him. The thing started to shred and he jug it in him. And then, Jesus, you know, um you know what I thought when you when you said the plastic sticking out of his neck? I'm thinking of old school and Will Farrell's going uh, dark. You got a fucking plastic piece in your neck, man. <laughs> you
1: got a plastic piece <laughs> in your neck, man. You're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um uh, see, yeah. that's that, that's what drives me nuts about bar fights. Like sometimes they're funny and it's just like two guys like, you know Yeah, and sometimes they Yeah. But, um. but then people take it to this mm. ridiculous level where you can literally kill somebody. And yeah. it's just the stupidest thing. I, I,
0: to, to this day, the most notorious bar fight that I have ever, and I would say peripherally involved in, um, I had a buddy in college who got into a fight at a bar that ended up in a brawl that ended up not involving him at all, right? The original mm. fight ended up not being the fight that right. that was the primary brawl, right? Like, that's what started it. There was some pushing in some shoving and a couple punches thrown, yeah. but then people got knocked and it turned into this bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And one kid, um, got hit in the face. We, we were gone at this point, you know, we were, we took off one kid got hit in the face and fell backwards, hit his head on yep. the curb. Boom. Done.
2: Yep. Popped
0: his head open like a melon bled out. Yep. Wow. And, and that, that's how quickly they can start. You know, yep. once you get people drinking, and, and the ego's going. Yeah.
2: It's ridiculous. It, yeah. And then the next weekend, very next weekend, one week later, a girl went in to confront a chick that was banging her boyfriend, got into a fight, kicked her in the head. She was unconscious. Christ. Ambulance came, took her away. And then it, we made the news. We were on like uh, Channel 13. Yeah. Uh, interviewing the GM and the owner.
1: Well, yeah. What's and, going on over at your that, bar? That. that Multiple that stabbings. That
0: killed. Women kicked in the head. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That, that killed the business. I mean, wow. That was a, I'm actually Just, surprised it didn't have the opposite effect. And people are like, we need to go check this place
0: out. <laughs> so, so, you know, uh, not to bring this up while we're on the subject, but, you know, you're obviously talking about Dark Horse, which is come and gone. You yeah. know, they have uh, – that restaurant group has a ton of other locations. Oh, my God. They're so successful. they so And they're fantastic. I, yeah. You know, the husband and wife that were the original owners used to be my regulars when I was at Ocean Pride. And I, I love them. They're fantastic oh, I was people. at Roebuck last night. Yeah. Dynamics, Fan, yeah, fantastic yeah. people. But, um, yeah. you know, our buddy, Dirty Tom, worked at that dark horse mm-hmm. for a long time. And I always There's wondered it. if yeah. maybe you guys
1: crossed paths. Yeah. At, I mean, because his family's from that area of Bel Air. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I want to say he was probably there 2010 to 2012 or 13. No, it exactly. was
1: It was way after that. You got because I came in 2012. He was working at the diner before that. He didn't. He did that. It was later. It doesn't matter. But R-
0: regardless, yeah. I, I thought I thought it was like the late, you know, late part of college. It was like 2015, right? I think. Well, I don't know, but regardless, uh, his name's uh Dirty Tom. You've met him, I'm sure, but no, we can't say his name. His, I'm name's, his
1: name's Tom. This time, I, I do the editing anyway, so at least I'm oh, the no, one controlling when the
0: names back. are said. So... Dude, you're I still so mad either. about the toilet paper. Like, <laughs> calm down, bro. Okay. All right. Before we get into a fight, I'm going to freaking stab you. Uh, question number eight, sex stories. Yeah. Um, you know this
2: business. It's so, friction. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's friction. Um, recently, I'm uh, at Independent Brewery in Bel Air. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Great spot. And, Love uh, the so I like to go there. I have off Monday. So I like to go there like Monday during the day. I can take my dog and not have to worry Hang about the crowds out. Yeah. and uh You know, so I'm probably leaving at like two o'clock. I like to get my car washed while I eat. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i And I'm walking out and. I look over and this dude's is plowing this chick in this car, like right on a, whatever that side street is.
0: That is mainstream Bel Air. Yeah, mean, what yeah. are you talking about? So
2: I'm like, what I'm, time of day is it? Oh, it's like two o'clock. No, you so can't I'm do looking, that. What are you talking I'm, about? So I'm watching them for a second. And then I go to my car, and I'm driving by, this dude's waving at me. Yes, <laughs> so he must have yeah. seen, ah. seen me looking at him.
1: Oh, my god!
2: So I, I messaged this guy, Tim, who's working there. And you're like, there's been a stabbing. In the, in the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple, multiple stabbings. <laughs> One victim. And so I said, <laughs> dude, I saw some people banging outside. I'm like, I don't know if you can. Oh, the Lord. kid's coming. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. I was fucking with him. Went on camera and uh, couldn't see the banging, but saw him go in. Yep. Yeah, he said like six, seven minutes later they come out
0: and
2: yep. adjusting like, themselves and man, Wow, dude! Show, wow, man.
0: that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That was like uh, not long ago. That's a classic. Yeah. dude. Yeah. two yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. Man, it's crazy, <laughs> man. And there's like a park
2: right there, the Mompa Trail, <laughs> where you can kind of like. Right, go there. off into the woods.
0: Right like, there, no. you can walk
1: right from the brewery onto the trail.
0: That's where people take their children every day. <laughs> right, yeah, All right, team up for number nine, Mike.
1: All right, <clears throat> number nine, bar hazing, pranks, and games. So the theme of this one is basically killing time or initiating somebody new, and getting them into Yeah,
2: this I, I don't have I um anything major, but but at Dark Horse, the the chefs used to. New people would be like, hey, can you run out the hot water in the coffee pot? Yeah, that oh, be that's a that classic. One here. Yeah, or, or we'd always Bowens, us and Bowens when I was at Dark Horse would do that, the hot air.
1: Yeah, go we'd get give go get me hot some
0: steam. steam. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah get yeah, me a yeah, bag yeah, of steam.
1: What would you even what would you even what? need hot air for in Yeah, people don't. Yeah, but like the steam, even though the steam doesn't make any sense, go get steam for the steam pan. It's like okay, steam cooks stuff, right? But hot
2: air? Yeah. Give yeah. me a break. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, you know, this time of year would be good, right? Hey, our a- our heat is out. We need some hot air from dark horse across the street. Grab some of their hot oh, air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about the like kill time? Because I think as we talk more about this question, it it for me, for me, it's really about things that I do when I'm not making money. Right? Yeah. Like if we're busy and we're making money, you know me. I lock in. Yeah. I ain't fucking around. I'm trying to get as much cash in that bucket as i can right but when we're not making money and that's not a thing at DOS, but it's been a thing at a lot of the restaurants we've worked at we used to play a game called the penis game where every five minutes that you didn't seat me a table i'm gonna draw a penis on my server pad i'm gonna hide it somewhere in the restaurant these are the things that i did to keep the morale up yeah i mean so so what about killing time so uh (laughs) we had um
2: a new gm took over and he bought this this uh horse costume for dark horse mm-hmm. and they had this they come in every saturday they do you ever open saturdays oh yeah not a oh. dark horse no no no. so they come in to this day uh oh, my other wife and daughter yeah. daughter just turned 21 oh
0: yes 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 they We're came sh- in as see the, um, they came as the three blind mice for halloween so- yeah yeah, yeah.
2: She worked at Dark Horse, the daughter, when she was, like, 16. Oh, they had her dressed up in this horse costume on St. Paddy's Day, waving to everyone. Well, this guy runs up and punches her right in the face. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, it, it, it has no idea who's in the costume, right? But this dude runs up and just punches the horse oh right my... in the face.
1: And all up the Main Street, it was like the... The girl singer got punched in the it face was a in a random horse costume. It was a random guy though. It wasn't somebody that worked it was at, some drunk dude. Exactly. Just,
0: just, just to be that clear. So just up. to be clear, the hazing that we're talking about right now is putting a sixteen year old girl into a horse <laughs> yeah, costume. Yeah, I know. Stand out in front of your bar. Amazing. Oh, so
2: then after that, no more horse costume, right? <laughs> we kept the head. So we would like when we were slow somebody we would put the head on, walk to Bones and do a shot and then leave the head there.
0: Oh, that's cool. And then
2: somebody there would put the head on. Walk back.
0: That's cool. I like that. See, shit like that's great. I love the camaraderie between bars and bar districts. I love it, too,
1: because you know you're taking a chance when you leave with that (laughs) head head on. You might get punched in the the fucking face. Nobody's seen
0: Right. Right. Why the long face?
1: (laughs) Bang. (laughs) (laughs) poor girl, man.
0: You know. You know it's funny. Um, so uh, I just the, the family you're talking about, I vividly know exactly who you're yeah. talking about. I just but, uh, waited on them for the very first time. Yeah. Only yeah, yeah. like maybe a month ago. Yeah. Um I thought I thought that was wild. But um Dude, yeah. Pat, Pat uh Pat Vasa was there that day
2: too. Yes. And he was working at Dollar Force that day. Was too. he really? I didn't yeah. know he worked there. Yeah, I've
0: do I've, I've, even... I've recruited him everywhere I've been. Hey listen, <laughs> guys, guys, listeners, I want you to all put together a collective shout this week. I'm going to tag Pat Vasso on everything, and I want you guys to beg him to be on the pod, okay? Pat Vasso is one of the greatest bartenders I've ever worked with in my entire career. He is interesting. He is funny. He is a decent human being, and for whatever reason, I cannot convince him to come on here. He keeps telling me, really I don't know – he keeps going, I don't know if I have any stories. I don't know if I have any stories. I was like, well, that's one. The fucking girl getting punched in the face <laughs> the horse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty damn good. If you want more stories like that, big fat uh, – fat boss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, I could
2: do fat one Fat on boss. I, I worked at Tories in Bel Air. He was the bar back there.
1: Oh. And
2: I, he didn't say a word. He used to be a very introverted. Well, he's a
0: drummer, dude. Anxiety-ridden ridden he, kid. He's a drummer. Yeah. Of- so they he, all he would are.
2: walk in with his flashlight, open the, the beer coolers, flashlight, make list. I I didn't I didn't know his name for probably six months, and then yeah. you know, but he was the best. So I've recruited him so everywhere. He is I, the best. I went at Dark Horse. I went to he was working at Chipotle. And I went there, and I recruited him. I said, you got to come here. Das, I'm like, dude, you got to come here. He's like, oh, Do you man, know how many There's no ta- parking.
0: Do you know how many <laughs> – Yeah, right. That sounds like That was his excuse. That's exactly i telling you. I man. hope Pat is listening to this episode right now because the yeah. truth is he's one of the best I've ever worked with. And I've been in this business for a very long time. Yeah, he, is. he deserves to be on the spot, and he deserves to tell what he has seen in this business. Well, and
1: Pat Basso was the one who uh, – the Mother Russia – Right. yes correct yeah.
0: yes so he's got one of stories. our greatest stories ever on the pod. a pod is you um when gail and i got approval from gail to tell a story when name gail, is her name yes she she says it's fine okay. so when i first uh when we first started doing this pod one of our earlier episodes we told the story about how when gail just had her baby and she was breastfeeding she had her breast milk in a container and she she was new to the bar business and so she thought I can put this in one of the coolers, like the beer coolers. <laughs> right? And so all of a sudden, on a, on a busy, busy Saturday, Sunday morning as they're doing brunch, Pat Basso goes into the cooler. No. Yes, goes into the cooler to make a white Russian and accidentally pulls out he the d- breast wasn't milk. Making
1: a white Russian, and, he,
0: and he doesn't, and he doesn't, he doesn't end up he doesn't end up making it, but he's like, What the fuck is this? And Gail's like, That's my breast milk. And Pat goes, What are you talking about? <laughs> So we happened to be doing white Russians on that. Yeah. Well, we were talking about white Russians and we yeah. said, what would that name be? And our guest said the mother Russia.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Love it. Yeah, yeah.
0: But dude, Pat Vosser needs to be on this pod. Pat, I'm sick of it. Get on this damn thing. Please, all of our listeners, I need you to shout him out this week. Mm-hmm. Attack him on social media because this man needs to be on this pod. He is um, a very underrated, underrated bartender, one of my favorites. But all right, man, let's bring it home. Cool. You made it to the very end. I'm so proud of you. Uh, I don't even want to say I'm proud. I, my, my eyebrows have been singed off by some of the <laughs> stories that you have told today. Like I am, I, I'm sitting here just trying to recover from. A girl dressed in a horse costume being punched in the face, yeah. multiple stabbings.
1: You know, some a fucking, of them, uh, a fucking child being punched in the face. Some
0: <laughs> of them sexual, some of them violent. Yeah.
1: Uh, and also, you guys have known each other for a while, right? Ah, uh, what, am I, like two, three years now. But that's my point. That's one of the things I love about this podcast, at least from our side of the table here, is that we talk to people we've known for a long time, and we hear stories from them that we've never heard before, you know, not in, not for me, yeah, in these yeah. days, but it, it brings out all these crazy stories. that it,
0: It's amazing. We haven't heard before. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a, that's a great thing that this pod continues to bring surprises one after another, but number 10 firing and quitting stories. We affectionately call this category getting 86. Uh, yeah. So, um, the
2: one that stands out to me most is, uh, Bennigan's and and in Woodlawn. Uh, we had this, uh, 18 year old, huge kid. Um, Huge like built or huge like huge? No, like huge, huge, not built. Um, He started eating the the assistant manager's food out of a to-go box for some reason. Okay. And... He caught him doing it. He's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And he's like, what? Eat a dick, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So, on his way out, right? So one of the servers.
0: Tell me you don't like me without telling me. small right dude right? runs
2: after him and, and got his ass beat by the dude who was eating the food. Oh,
0: really? Yeah.
2: So they, uh, and, and he had nothing to do with any of it. he just ran out and started swinging on him. He got his ass beat and they both got fired.
1: Yikes, wow.
2: That, yeah, That's I, heavy. I couldn't really think of anything.
1: Eat a dick, motherfucker. Yeah, that was <laughs> an parting word. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just the, Just eating his food.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it. You know, that's how you... Honest to God, I've dreamed about going out like that. Yeah, I, Yeah. You I've know? always gave my man in. My, my, my best... Is, so that's the right way to do it. Yeah. That's crazy man. I'm not going to share my best 86 story on here because we're coming up on episode 25, mm-hmm. but I will tell you, I've always dreamed about some, like, fire and brim, brimstone type of... Thing. Yeah. quitting store i've never had that but i've had it on the opposite side like my decision to quit or to leave has resulted in a manager losing their mind, dude like not and, and i'm not saying because i'm some great employee i just mean because they couldn't handle this situation i have nobody to work the shifts tomorrow you know like yeah. losing it like that so um that is a fantastic story to wrap us up, man. You have absolutely crushed Bro. it. Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. Yeah, thank
1: you so much for doing it. It's like,
0: a lot of fun. Uh, <clears> you brought <throat> a, lot, a lot of fresh content to the pod. I'm having, I'm having major deja vu right now. And uh and frankly, I I think when I'm really excited about a guest, right? Um I'm always I'm also like a little nervous because like I want that guest to like succeed. Yeah, I want them crazy. to crush the pod. And um, consistently over time, our, our favorite guests, the people that we really want to have on here, um, they blow away our expectations, which has just been amazing. <laughs> Emily, uncle, Alexei, Justin Bridenstine, Tony Castino, like, dude, the reason I continued to beg you to be on this podcast, cause I knew you had the stories. I knew you had the personality I knew specifically. You had the ability to tell these stories oh, man, in a that, wonderful way, and man, I,
1: that means a lot. I appreciate.
0: I that. can't tell you how much we appreciate you being right, on. i enough
1: blowing smoke up his ass. He has to get to his shift, man. I know. Come Let's on wrap on. it up. Just Come a on. A little more
0: smoke. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Our final questions. We call this our "How's Our Driving." Um, give us your review of the show. We're not professionals. We're trying to get better. Right. So, any recommendations about questions that we could be asking, or or any just recommendations you have about the uh, service industry? Mm. Where should we go? What restaurants do you like right now? What food do you like right now? That kind of thing. Uh, well, I, I did go to Nola yesterday down Fed Hill,
2: and everything was fantastic.
0: We split,
2: uh, like six different things. They
0: consistently just do a great job. Oh right?
2: man, yeah. Um, I, I would recommend everyone checking that out. Nola, what kind of what kind of places? All, all New Orleans. Style. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They got the music. Got they got the, and, you didn't yeah, get that yeah. from Nola. It's fucking moron. I'm from kansas fantastic though um and then i know you've been here but um place i always tell people to go in bel air's uh vagabond oh. sandwich company if you guys want it literally is the best sandwich place i've ever been to really it's in incredible if you want lunch make the trip
0: incredible. and it made like uh Top 11 places to eat man before you die. wow Really? Awesome. Wow. What, what's that like Asian fusion cheesesteak? Is it like a chi- is it the chicken teriyaki cheesesteak? Is that what it is? But dude uh, it's, like uh, a, it's like a it's like a again it's like kind of like a banh me but in a wrap but it's a cheesesteak but it's like dude it, yeah, fucking like, dude, incredible. Jimmy Hendrix is my favorite man. Yes. It's got brie uh, raspberry oh my jam God. turkey. Yeah. yeah it's like a Thanksgiving oh, sandwich. Thanksgiving. So many amazing things yeah. and by the way the customer service they're out fucking standing. Yeah. Every time I'm having an issue, they comp it, they go above and beyond to fix the problem. Anytime and they're busy every fucking day. No. You can't go in there and yeah, not have a busy day. Again. And the food just comes out. Yeah. Like they are fantastic at, at hiring people. Clearly yeah. they, they find people that want to work. Yeah. Like want to work hard. So great yeah. recommendation. Um the
2: the only question I suggest you ask, we we've already done it, but um I, I would suggest at the end of every interview, you yeah, ask somebody. Who's somebody we need to talk to? Mm-hmm. Who's somebody we need to interview? Right. Fantastic. Well, Pat Basso would yeah. be my answer. Okay. Yeah, that's but, a, that's
1: yeah. an easy one to, to add on. I you love kids, that. Like, you what guess, guy? You give know, us your stories. Yeah. And, yeah give you us know. your recommendation, yeah, that's
0: girl, great. girl or guy yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that you whatever, think yeah. really could yeah. slap on this. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. We actually, you know, I'm gonna put a note yeah. right now, right now on our on our notes page to to ask that. Um, what bartenders? <laughs> I like to talk while I talk. Um, should we interview? Okay. That's a uh, great,
1: great recommendation. Fantastic, man. I actually thought of it, uh, Cisco we talked about last time. Oh, I'm going to go talk to that guy while we're while I'm in Maryland. Please do,
0: because yeah. I, I don't, I think he's going to say no. Because nope. he's a very private person. But if you, you know Cisco from Michael's Cafe? Mm, no. If he's you just you know Michael's Cafe, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. This guy, there's nobody in it's Baltimore that can make you a better martini. No, period. Sure. He's the best. And, um, he's a staple there. But, uh. Uh, don't want to get too bogged down we got to get you to work Paul thank you so much we're gonna uh, bring it home here with our final question Mike you want to ask him uh, our what we always do is the wrap up our closing question yeah. so why do you still do this aka why do you hate yourself I uh so I have a
2: very very bad case of uh adD ADHD yeah and I feel like that um anyone with that trait man this business is just made for you yeah yeah I mean it's like you, mm. you're just they pluck you down this box and you're forced to go in eight different directions. Exactly, I could yeah. never. I don't have the personality. Whoa, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have the personality to sit behind any desk mm-hmm. and do paperwork. I, I couldn't fucking do it. This is, this business is
0: made for people like us. It is. It is. It is, it is. Yeah. 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 That's special, man. I, lo- I, I You know, again, you consistently coming with the unique content. That's <laughs> something that we haven't heard from people. Like there is a certain – we, we always talk this business for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Every shape, size, color, creed, it does not matter. As long as you are willing to joke around, have thick skin, and work your fucking ass mm-hmm. off, you can work in this business. Yeah. But um, it is tailored yeah. <laughs> for certain personalities yeah, in that regard. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, final question, and we'll send you out of here. Paul, you've crushed. Uh, if you opened a bar, what would you call it or what would the theme be? kind of tough because you have opened a bar (laughs) yeah but if it was coming from me the idea
2: was coming from me um i've always wanted and i have logos and everything designed but an all-day breakfast spot that's kind of like the ruby slipper if you've ever been in in new orleans yeah it's an all-day breakfast spot that has really cool um bloody marys and stuff Mm -hmm. but i would do like mimosa flights there uh bacon flights green eggs and ham kind of a cool funky all-day breakfast spot okay and i caught the scruffy dog after uh, my, my childhood dog that was nice my first best friend yeah i love yeah, it so oh, yeah the scruffy it. dog all-day
0: brunch spot it, it,
2: it it'll come up eventually
0: Frank, I'm, I'm, I'm coming yeah. i'm coming <laughs> frankly uh if there's one thing that baltimore lacks and i will i will argue anyone on this point Baltimore is terrible at breakfast. Yeah. We're terrible at it. Dude, I, I There are this like scrambled maybe eggs. three good breakfast places and, uh, and there's criteria for good breakfast. You have to be able to get in with five or six people on a Saturday or Sunday morning yeah. and actually get a table. The food's got to be good. They have to have alcohol. They have to have yeah. signature drinks. That is so hard to find. Inside. Like
2: I, I make the scrambled eggs with ricotta cheese and chives on a crostini, like stuff like that. But you can't. Specialty stuff. Man. Yeah. So I,
1: do, I do have a question about your, your spot. Yeah. So I love Bloody Marys. I think I talked about, about that earlier. Mm. Tell me, like, what is like one of your signature Bloody Marys? Okay, so you gotta do the whole thing. full disclosure. I don't like Bloody
2: Marys. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But <laughs> but I do make them. Um, I like uh, clamato
0: juice. Yes, uh, vodka. thank you. Yeah, clamato is your oyster oyster juice, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, hot sauce, salt and pepper, horseradish, whole uh, bay wing, uh, old, old, old bay, bay ram. Yeah. Um, and then some sort of funky – because Bloody Mary is like an experience. So you want to put some sort of meat, you know, olive, celery, crab meat, something on top we of it. To, we used to do drink, a you know. slider burger.
0: No shit. Stab yeah, through it with, with a, a jumbo lump shrimp and a crab claw. And we call it the, uh, the Davy Jones Bloody Mary. <laughs> no shit. And it was this whole – dude, it was an experience to get that drink. And, you yeah. know, it was $20. And people want to see that shit. And they love it. They yeah, love it. Yeah. Man. I, I got a $20 –
1: fucking bloody mary at the airport it was just lime juice lemon juice and wow why do you mixed. why
0: do you have to make this so sad because <laughs> price time. gouging
1: is supposed to be illegal i'm sorry <laughs> Those motherfuckers well, ba- airport bars <laughs> okay i'll
0: be there later today um uh anybody listening from reagan thank you uh, uh post taste uh this has been a fucking pleasure my friend absolutely. you have absolutely crushed it anything you want to say to the people before we take you out
2: no just i, hey, I had a great time guys i really appreciate the opportunity to be on here and uh Keep doing it, man. You you guys do a great job. Thank you. Thank you, my friend.
0: Pat Vasso, quit fucking around, (laughs) dude.
1: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening along. We really hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we release new episodes every Monday. I'm going to say that because we've got a backlog now. Wow. And I think we can stick to it. We're 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 hitting our stride here.
0: So, big shout-out over to and, and, and if we don't release them every Monday, we're going to make Mike wear a horse head and we're going to punch him in the face.
1: <laughs> so, big shout-out over to our friends at Trauma Parlor, whose song Fast One you're listening to right now. Uh, please go and show them some love. They're on Facebook, they're on Spotify. Great musicians, great music. And uh, we're going to let you know when their new album drops.
0: Fuck yeah, can't wait for that. We need It's going to be a blast. And obviously, um, if you're not familiar with Trauma Parlor, other than... Uh, the intro and the outro to the show. Please go check out their episode. It was our first piece of bonus content. Those guys absolutely crushed the stories they told on there from touring around the country. were incredible. Yeah, those are some fun stories. Uh, and if you want to be one of our regulars, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BRP Drink Along. Again, Facebook is the, the B-R-P, Drink BRP Drink Along. Uh, we're getting that changed. but uh, <laughs> Hopefully
1: by this episode, it yeah, will but, just be BRP. Yeah,
0: whatever. Follow it for now. You know, you can listen uh, along on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, YouTube, and Spotify at the Bartender Rant Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review, uh, because we really need the personal validation. Absolutely. We're doing this for you people. You're keeping us alive. Here, Don't be brother. a cock tease.
1: <laughs> if you want to be one of our VIP listeners, please subscribe to the Bartender Rant Podcast on Patreon. VAPs are always going to have a seat at our bar. You're going to get access to bonus content. You're going to have a chance to vote on new episode content. And, of course, you're going to receive a 10% discount on all of our wonderful
0: merchandise. And that's a big deal because we got cool new merch going up almost daily or weekly or monthly or sometimes. Or sometimes. (laughs) If you want to be one of our big tippers, a.k.a. one of our bozelles, feel free to make a donation on PayPal under the Podcast at gmail.com. Mike and I do this because we love you, we love the service industry, and we want to bring you great content. But unfortunately, as so, much as we yeah. pray and wish, this is not our day job. So, with your help, we can keep the stories coming and interview local bartenders from coast to coast or around the globe. Ooh. Mike, <laughs> is that a teaser? <laughs>
1: well, no, because actually, it is. It is. It is a teaser. That's right.
0: We have some international bartender guests coming up. Can't wait. We have one from Sweden. We have one from the UK. Can't wait to have them on the pod. So please support us and we will continue to expand the stories, not just coast to coast, but around the globe. That's right. That's right. Around the globe. And as always, don't just listen along. Drink along.
1: If you or someone you know is struggling with alcoholism or substance abuse, please contact SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. Their National Helpline is free, confidential, 24-7 and 365 days a year. Look, we love you guys. We really appreciate listening along, but more than anything, we want you to stick around. And you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So if you do need some help, please reach out to the international helpline. If you're an international listener, please just get online and find a helpline or a help center near you. And as always, Steve and I are happy to talk to anyone. If you need just somebody to talk to or vent to, we're happy to be there for you. We can't offer you any professional help, but we really do appreciate you guys being a part of this podcast and we want you to stick around and Steve and I are happy to help in any way that we can to make sure that that happens. So thanks again, guys. We love you and we'll see you on the next episode.
0: Should, can I use? Do you want me to just use your first name, full name? Do you care? I don't care. It's okay. Whatever. Is it Yusa? Joshua. Joshua. Yoshua. Like okay. okay. All right.
2: But hey,
1: drop the H. There's no H. It's All <laughs> All right. Are you saying that because? Yeah, I told him. Okay, I told okay. okay. I just I wanted <laughs> to make sure. I was like, right. everyone puts a fucking H
2: in my name. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drop the drop H. H. Yeah, that's
1: hilarious.